Hello, welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. I am Eric Wazumpa. I am Brady Steffel. All right, Brady, we were talking off air and you were tired or are tired. Tired, but, tired, uh, yeah. What else has been going on? Oh, God. I mean, the smoke is back, everybody. Yeah. The AQ on the air quality index is in. Well, I don't know if it's in the toilet because it goes up when it gets worse. Uh, and so it's it's up uh, well above the toilet. I don't know. It's, it's This is strange that I'm going to leave this analogy go. Uh, but it's bad. And uh, that so we just kind of hung out at home this weekend with the windows shut. Kelsey's a bit more sensitive to it than I am. So sleeping with the windows closed again and all that kind of stuff. It's all coming from. California, yeah. everything's on fire. The world is too hot. Everything burns. It sucks. And um, so, yeah, I guess um, was it Sunday was pretty nice, but then it's supposed to come in and sit here for the rest of the week, I guess. So it's been pretty crummy. That's that's what's going on. I wanted to yeah. go to the grocery store and couldn't get myself out of the house. <laughs> so a uh, question for you along Yo. those lines. Are Yo. you remasking now? Did you ever take off your mask or are you remasking? I wasn't. And now I'm sort of in like a, a mixed use type thing. Um, <laughs> you uh, get a subdivision, like an apartment going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm not really sure what to think anymore. Um, I've been wearing it again. Um, so yeah. yes, as the short answer, I've got them in my car um, and I just, I put it on again, never really bothered me that much. So I put it on and um but you go in and it's like, well, 20%, 40% of people are, are masking at this point. There's not really consensus on who should be doing what. And you and I were just talking and all of the, the research and the data that I've seen is that um, overwhelmingly the people who are getting sick, very sick and even dying are, are unvaccinated. Um, or, and this is pretty tragic, are people who have been basically organ transplantees um, or yeah. people who are seriously <laughs> immunocompromised. So, you know, it's not at this point, it's not for me. Um, it's it would really, I mean, honestly, be the most for people who have gotten a new lung yeah. or something. Um, so, yeah, I, I wear it, but it doesn't really bother me that much. Um, I don't wear it outside. Uh, I used to, yeah. you know, when this all started, nobody knew yeah. what was going on. And you'd bicycle a little bit. You wear it. Nah, I don't really do any of that. But um, if I go to the Kroger, yeah, or Target or something, I, I usually put it on. If I forget it, I don't really worry since nobody's saying you should be doing this. Um, it's all sort of goodwill toward men at this point, I guess. Yeah. And I will notice that some of the stores have actually come back with kind of a little bit more alluding to the fact that maybe you should wear a mask regardless yeah. of vaccinations. Cause I noticed Kroger, I think said, you know, you can wear a mask if you feel more comfortable kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. but they're not mandating it right now. So, yeah. Uh, you know, we have people who listen to us across the United States and this is no joke. I mean, uh, the Delta variant is just really, it's shredding. It's it is. Just, yeah. Yep. It is unbelievable. It's yeah. ripping through so fast. Yeah. What I saw was that it, people were, were infecting. It was somewhere between, you know, one and a half to three or two to four people per. And now the Delta has like, has doubled that. Yeah. It's so contagious and yeah. it's basically ripping through unvaccinated communities. Yeah. Just that's, that's where it's, it's the hot spots Cause it seems like, if if you're uh, don't don't want to be vaccinated, you you're going to spend time with other people who have a like mindset, and there's whole families and stuff that are getting sick. Um, Sturgis is going on right now, and I'm really curious how that's going to go because I think I, I just my gut says uh, there'd be pretty low vaccination rates at Sturgis. Well, I think there's a lot of motorcycles. I mean, that's how it usually goes, right? Yeah, there's going to be for sure a lot of Harleys. <laughs> I can tell you that with uncategorical certainty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, woof. 
Yeah. So anyway, but you know, not that we're here to tell people what to do. And we're certainly not the uh, science uh, show, but no, take it up we, with do tell people, we do tell people what to do. So yeah, go get yeah. vaccinated. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're out nothing. You're out nothing. Right. So yeah, I guess there's a new Mexican, what is it? Authentic Mexican food. The Wolf Authentic Mexican food is a, it's a food truck that's like new around here now. Oh, Trying nice. Notes yeah. on it. Huh. Um, Page was created February 2020 or uh, 25, 2021. So um, I don't know where they hide though. I'm looking on their, their Facebook. Uh, okay. So here they said they're going to be at Woodley's at three. That was a couple days ago. So they've got a Facebook page. Uh, it's kind of a weird icon with a, uh, a, a, a anthropomorphized wolf, we'll call him, uh, holding a fork and knife and a taco. But though I thought tacos were really, you know, the type of thing that a wolf could eat without silverware. But um, <laughs> hey, what the hell? So are you, a, are you, do you think tacos are overdone now? Do you think that we I still have, yeah, I, I know, I know you love tacos, but I'm just saying, do you think it's I, like, there's so many taco places now, or do you think we still have room for taco places? I think there's still room for tacos. I, I know, really do. Crazy. Um, because as a taco vendor, it looks like you can just, you can set up in a food truck and, and yeah. do okay. And then if you're doing really well, move on to something else. If it doesn't go so well, you know, you're, you're out the cost, you're on a food truck for a while. Um, and what, what still staggers me is, how how different a taco can be from truck to truck, from restaurant to restaurant, from person to person that makes them. And I know, like, I grew up, like, called farm tacos because it's, like, ground beef and, like, yeah. shredded American cheese. <laughs> the, like, the distance from that versus an asada taco versus, like, <laughs> you know, like, it's it's staggering. Like, and it's all, it's a taco, right? So um, there's, I think there's room for a lot of these. And um, I went to one, I can't think of the name of it. It's by Manina's, um, Manina's, boutique or whatever that that store is like a latino clothing yeah, yeah, yeah. shop on on, it's on main street on yeah. the west side south of um like second first second third it's okay. in that the long stretch and there was one there and i went there and it's like i'd never eaten there i heard good things i went down there it was good and i would recommend everybody try it nice. um but then if, you we, if we knew what the name was but yeah it doesn't yeah. there's a there's a food truck there <laughs> so it doesn't matter what it is that's where it's at that's where it was at when i went um so it's, it's right on Main Street. So if you want a food truck, you know, go there. There's one there. It doesn't matter what it's called, right? Um, figure it out. I think that's the one that, that might be opening up the street, Tacos GTO, um, on Main. Uh, but anyway, like you go there and there's like, there's, it's busy. There's a lot of people there. There's a lot yeah. of, um, yeah. I mean, people who don't look like me eating like very authentic tacos. And you go, ah, I know what cerveza or uh, cerveza, whatever it is. I don't know the word anymore. Lengua. I know what lengua is. And it's like people actually ordering stuff that I'm going, well, that's not for me. Some of those, um, yeah, but people yeah. are eating it and, you know, and it's, it's really good. So um, it seems like there's still, there's still room to go. And I got to say, as Longmont keeps growing, if we grow at this pace, then we're going to just keep having room to have more tacos. That's true. That is true. Absolutely. Well, and for me, I just hope it ushers in other foods too, as well. Cause yeah. I think we've spoken about this too. It's like, you know, we love the brew pub thing, but you know, right. We could also like see some really cool other cuisines coming. I mean, let, but let's be let's be really blunt. Like that's like the people who are starting that look like you and I. Like they're yeah. they're they're just white dudes yeah. from you know yeah. that, that sort of background. And then we have a very high Latino Latinx yep. population here, and so yep. they're going to bring with that the, the culture that they grew up in or steeped in, and offer those types of foods. And that's why it's so good. Um, our other populations are not as represented, so we're not probably ever going to have as much Indian food. We've got a couple of good restaurants, but we're not ever going to have that same representation. It'd be a little weird for me to go like, ha, 
I've got the next business venture for you, for you Eric. Uh, <laughs> would you like to be a restaurateur in a, in no. a, in no, a type no, no. of cuisine no. that you know nothing about? Never. No, so not at all. Yeah. It makes it makes it tough. So I'm here to settle a, an argument. My daughter and her husband are arguing about this. And uh, do you think Dairy Queen has regular cake? Oh, man, I don't know. No, I don't. I don't think that they do. So I don't is remember it just them ice cream cake or regular cake? That they have? I would call yeah. it ice cream cake. Yes. Because it's like got ice cream on the inside so of it. So not That's to, a... uh, yeah, I'm calling out Alan just to tell him, you know, okay. Dairy Queen here, only has ice cream cake. Here's my, here's my take out. <laughs> <laughs> regular cake is shelf stable okay yeah if you're gonna have a cake you got to be able to leave it on the counter yeah any any cake that needs to be stored in a freezer is 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 non-standard and needs a qualifier in front of it that's probably true i mean you think about it it's like you are you saying are you including in that like some sort of buttercream frosting or something like that that would need to be refrigerated because it would i mean if it, if it kind of goops and melts like flying yeah. through it in the fridge but like Buttercream frosting, it's going to last a while. And then if it's yeah. a puddle, then it's a puddle, whatever. I'd yeah. still call that a cake. But it's not like the entire structural, like <laughs> there is no structure if you leave it, a Dairy Queen cake out, you know? Yeah. Maybe, so it, maybe there it is because they got some, some well, weird I emulsifier. Is, I think there is a part of it that has some cake. I don't think it's all, maybe it is all ice cream. I don't remember. I haven't had an ice cream cake for a long time. It would have to be ice cream, then cake, and then frosting. Yes. Because yeah. if you tried to push, push through the ice cream <laughs> with your fork and this cake at the bottom, yes. the cake would just it becomes sort of a crackery layer on the bottom um, or like a, you know, like a bun or something. It's just like it would mush into something. So you heard it from Brady. There is no such thing as just a regular cake, a dairy queen. Yeah. Cause it has to be definitive. It has to be stabilized in a freezer basically. Yeah. Yeah. You need, if you need a, if you need a, <laughs> if you need a freezer, well, if you need a power, I've seen if you, <laughs> the, the structural element of the cake, if you need to, to have a powered appliance yes. to, to keep it stable, you know, that's like cake to me. It's like, I eh, man, just take it, There's take it to the, yeah. take it to the park, yeah. you know, like maybe just yeah. eat it with your hands, but you can't, you want to just, what you going to eat the ice cream cake with your hands too? You savage, get out of here. <laughs> You're not going to do that. <laughs> Now, did you ever enjoy an ice cream cake? Is that oh, your, yeah. Was that your jam yeah, yeah. when you were a kid? Yeah. Oh, I loved ice cream cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, for me, that was always the cake, my go-to cake when I was a kid. I, I was loved like, it, I yeah. wanted an ice cream cake. It was great. It was super good. So, Because um, yeah. my mom wasn't the best baker. Sorry, mom. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Um, so there was, uh, there was a report on the subreddit of a loud, continuous noise on the east side. And so here's, uh, I'm not going to say this guy's name. Um, yeah, as, as you often would avoid doing with, uh, yes. people on the internet. Um, he said, I'm on the East side of town and I've been listening to this loud white noise air quotes being used sound coming from outside. Like I'm a couple of miles away from the longest nonstop jet engine test. Does anyone know what's making that sound? Anyone hearing it too? It's difficult to fall back asleep now that I hear it. You ever heard of this? Well, it's called tinnitus, I think, and probably should go see a hearing specialist <laughs> guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Apparently, the guy, uh, the, one of the comments said that it's it's actually um, Ursa Major rocket factory test east of Berthet on CR7. And the noise is so bad that you can get on a text list. But when they fire off a test, you'll be notified 15 minutes in advance. So, Oh, I need some intel on that one. I'm not believing that one. I'm yeah, not, so it's, uh, it's it sounds like it. It sounds like Area 51 or something. No, but, yeah. no. Well, all that, all that <laughs> it's like an alien with tinfoil yeah. over there all or right, something. Get, yeah. I'm read the yeah. comments. Of all the stuff that we've ever that we've ever talked about on here. Um, this is the one that you're like, oh, I don't know about that. 
Yeah, um, yeah exactly. Yeah. So yeah, you notice I said the homes in Serenity Ridge subdivision uh, that he's in. This guy uh, is right next to it. He says he feels really bad for those folks. There's an article in the Berthed Surveyor about the company, and I just I just linked you. Okay. So go and go check that out on your own. I will. You know, the other thing I would say is, you know, if I'm really because my I can speak to my parents who live out in Mead. So yeah. they used to hear white noise too, to some degree. And do you want to take a guess what was going on over there in the East well area, Weld County or West area? Weld Fracking? County? Yeah. yeah. So okay. the diesel engines would cause this worrying oh, all the time. So, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. probably inclined to believe something like that before I'm, I'm thinking of like a, you know, rocket test, you know, Jeff Bezos the, is lifting look, look, over at Berthed the, and the Berthed weekly survey says Ursa major technology <laughs> designs and builds rocket engines in Berthed. There is a good chance your new neighbor is a rocket scientist. I'm not, period, I'm not literally I'm not, period. I'm not buying it. I got to go check it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, take it up with the Berthed <laughs> weekly surveyor. <laughs> Talk to them. This, I got an article for this one. Okay. Yeah. That's all yeah. I'm saying. There's an article. I know here. you have a source. Yeah, this is source. And I linked you to the source. Dude, read it yourself. You want to I come back and be myself. like, you know what? We will do, I'll do Intel on that. I have to, that's a Johnny St. Vrain. That's definitely a Johnny St. Vrain. We need Johnny to like Saint reach Rain. out to Times Call and say, what the heck? Yeah. Well, there you go. So AGC Biologics appoints Tony Frage, Frage as the new general manager, site head of the Longmont, Colorado site. Uh, I think this is the one going into the formerly, oh God, what's that all been? The, the, Oh, Amgen, you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. I think it's the Amgen yeah. building. Yeah. So that's, you know, he's going and that's effective August 9th. Yep. Uh, congratulations. I always think that that stuff's, um, it's interesting to see this like biologic place change hands so many times. Which is why you I'm know, and it. actually I'm thrilled that they actually found somebody for it because, you know, to tell you the truth, like the first time it was empty after Amgen closed the facility, I thought, good luck. I mean, it's yeah. massive, but. I think each you know, time we talked about this, good. each time it's like the sale price is just. It just drops. Yeah. And so for people who don't know what the heck, you know, they're in Sweden and they're listening to this going, where the heck are you talking about? So it's a pharmaceutical company that is just near airport road. And um, incidentally, the airport just got a, a whopping amount of money coming its way. It looks like. Oh, I heard the other guys or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. What's that for? I'm guessing runway improvements and other things too, as well. I mean, you know, we have, we actually do have, uh, Actually, there there has been a movement trying to get more commercial jets there. Not commercial, really? sorry, private jets, not commercial. Okay, I was gonna say, yeah. really, commercial. <laughs> yeah, Seven forty-seven flying into. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I could, you know, you know, there's a world where I could see them putting in a like a a, a little puddle jumper to to the airport. There's yeah, absolutely. When I lived in Charlottesville, I think Charlottesville was like at the time two hundred to two hundred fifty thousand. And there was an airport there, and it was the best airport in the world that I've ever flown out of. Really? Because there were, there were like two gates, and you could go to – you could go there, and, you know, oh, get there an hour early. and all. It's like you show up. There's three people in front of you. You walk through security. Yeah. There's the plane. Wow. So you get on a little thing, and then you go to, like, Reagan or um, Dulles, and it's, it's an absolute nightmare. But you're past security already. Yeah, but I you always, see, you see, you just, you just are dissing on my favorite airport of all time, Dulles? not because of the name, but Reagan, because uh, I think both. that that airport, you fly in, you take, yeah. you get on a metro, and you take two stops, you're in, D, you're in downtown DC. Oh, it's cool because it's like right in downtown. Yeah, DC. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. an absolute nightmare to get in and out of though. And I lived yeah. in, in Virginia, you know, an hour and a half away, ostensibly, with traffic. You never flew out of Reagan. It was it was an absolute nightmare. So no way. Yeah. Uh, South Park creators aim to buy Casa Bonita. 
Cool. Hang on. Before you get into that, I want to clarify about the $59,000 grant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Just have the intel here or the information yep. here. Yep. And thank yep. you to John yep. Fryer over at uh, Prairie Mount Media. Um, they're going to spend the money on costs related to the operations, personnel, cleaning and sanitation, and janitorial services to combat the spread of pathogens at the airport, according to a staff memo at Longmont. Memo at Longmont. Oh, so it's just like 60000 bucks for yeah. hygiene? Basically, okay. and you know, if you think about it, sixty thousand bucks doesn't really get you airport oh, no, expansion or anything like that. So, no, when it was that much, I'm like, okay, that's kind of an odd amount, but yeah, maybe yeah. you build a hangar for that. I don't know. Uh, yep. I don't know what those like pole barns are not much to them. Yep. Uh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, you so, were talking about Casa Bonita. Casa yeah. Bonita. So if you don't know, um, there was a really strange episode of South Park where Casa Bonita was featured. <laughs> um, it's a little dark. Uh, you know, go watch it at your own risk. But it's a it's a pretty famous one. And Trey Parker and Matt Stone are looking to become the new owners of Casa Bonita, the beloved Colorado restaurant featured on their show, South Park. You know, we I want can't to buy believe this. I mean, it just we blows want, my mind. Would you okay. like, what's with the, like, <laughs> I'm literally reading from a, an article. You're like, no, no, you're reading like, from the Denver Post. I see it no. too, bro. Eric's yeah. like, you know what? I didn't do any research today. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take all your research, <laughs> take a big dump on it. God, it's like, bring, bring your news. Bring your news. Let me right just... here. Parker says it sucks. He told the Hollywood reporter for a moment when it was like Casamini was going to close down. We said, we're going to buy it. Yeah. It felt like it was a crowning achievement of my life. Wait a second. For a moment. Yeah. So he says, for a moment. The preface there, I think, is. I think this is just a ruse. I really do. He said, we want to buy, this is quotes from, according to the Hollywood Reporter, everybody's favorite, yeah, most exactly. trustworthy news source. Yeah. We want to buy Casa Bonita and treat it right. I feel like it was neglected even before the pandemic. Uh, we are absolutely trying to buy it, Parker said. We are doing everything we can. We want to make it right and make it amazing. So I think the, the way that you said that made me think that it sucked when they thought that it was going to close. And maybe it sucked before anyway. So I don't know. So here's I, the deal. Been... So we're doing everything we can. So all you have to do is, I don't know, pony up some money. Well, they're probably doing that. I mean, it just makes me laugh. We're doing everything we can. What does that mean? So what? Tony, give us a call. Because I, you know, reach out to us at sidedishlongmont at gmail.com. I don't know what Tony difficult here. I'm sorry, Tony. Whatever the guy's name is, South Park. Sorry. You did the dimension study? I don't believe it. There's monkeys in the trees. <laughs> Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Yeah, South Trey Park. Parker. So Trey, reach out to us aside gmail.com. There it is. We'd love, we'd love yeah. to hear from you. You do yeah. a hell of a lot for our ratings, I'll tell you that. Um because <laughs> I'm just not buying it. I mean, a restaurant. No, they are. That's the whole point. <laughs> but up bomb. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So have you heard about the CU South annexation thing? Have we talked yep. about this at all? Yeah. yeah. No, we haven't talked about it though. But it's good. Okay. Yeah, about. and it's a really big one. Typically, we try to stay mostly within Longmont, but I mean, <laughs> Casa Benita is not exactly Longmont, so whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's an annexation uh, sort of planned for, um, I guess, South Boulder. And the idea yeah. is that um, a bunch of the real estate would be used for a CU expansion. And then a portion of it would be to cover new floodplain coverage stuff, improve uh, flooding mitigation. Yep. And uh, I guess this land was purchased as i understand it the land was purchased by cu boulder like 25 years ago and then they're looking to get the city to uh annex it so that they can do this construction have to be part of um the city and then you know have all the, the zoning sort of half pre-approved or whatever and um then they would 
gift a portion of that land to the city so that the city could then use that to improve flood mitigation um, in that part. And it's it's a big deal because I'm trying to find the, the actual acreage or um, the, the amount of land that's being, it's a 308 acres and it's the one of the biggest annexations, potential annexations in a long time. I mean, there's just not that much. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this, it's kind of a crazy, um, crazy change that's that's potentially coming up and i don't i'm not really weighing in on it i don't know enough about it to say oh yeah well you know let's let's be real here let's get real because if cu boulder wants to do something in the city of boulder Mm -hmm. pretty much you're probably going to go with it i suspect yeah it sounds like a lot of politics here but yeah trying for a while and then they what they they want the city wants assurances that they're going to get their piece of it and um you know apparently According to this article at boulderbeats.news and then some other stuff, uh, other reasons is a big deal. Some neighbors and residents are concerned about development and all of its attendant issues, traffic, noise, growing student population, etc. Additionally, CU has allowed public access to land for decades. It has become quite popular as an off-leash dog walking spot. Many lament the loss of an amenity they've grown used to having, even if the property was always intended for development. Uh, so, you know, changes, changes are coming. Um, so they're saying there would be 1100 units, give or take a few, uh, housing units and the final amount will depend on traffic studies. Um, you know, it's a big, it's a big, big development, 500 square, 500,000 square foot feet, uh, floor of academic facilities, 550 apartment condo units for faculty, staff, housing, et cetera, et cetera, rec facilities. We're talking big, and I gotta say, I already hate driving in Boulder. I mean, so, and I have to chime in here. I'm looking at the public comments, and so mm-hmm. they had to do public hearings, of course. And so, you have kind of this nexus here. Many respondents indicate they don't want the annexation to happen at all, mm-hmm. or see any of this because they want open space and flood mitigation. Yep. So, and then um, comments about housing as the predominant use reflect many people's preference that the area is not developed. Mm-hmm. And then traffic is an issue. I this is going to be a fun, and I'm saying that sarcastically. Oh, yeah. an issue for the city council. So, yeah this this mm-hmm. one looks like it's it's thorny. I kind of want to try to remember to keep tabs on this because this yeah. is really yeah. um, this could be a real spicy uh, source of entertainment for for us because it's I mean this could be contentious. If CU wants to throw their energy at this, um, you know they've got considerable weight, but. Um, I'm guessing a lot of people in the area are saying, look, we don't want this. And I saw um, even the subreddit, the Boulder subreddit said, hey, the the plans are saying for more single family homes or, or less dense usage than you'd think, given the, the housing demands that we have over there, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know how many housing units you'd need to house that many more students, um, but that's pretty crazy. Progress on this, by the way, wouldn't be for a number of years. As I understand it, and I could be wrong because I'm going back to my days when I was serving on the Boulder County Parks and Open Space, and this came up during the end of my tenure. And I mm-hmm. I want to say that this was land that was owned for a long, long time. Oh, it was not. Was... It's not been sitting there like they didn't buy this last week. And I believe they no. bought it from the Archdiocese. I could be wrong, but anyway. they bought it in 96 with the intentions yeah. of developing yeah. ever since the first. Yep purchase so of the however many hundred acres 300 some acres it sounds like cu is committed to 82 acres free to boulder 36 for flood detention 44 for open space and two for a future fire station public safety facility so an estimated 2.2 million 
2.24 million, according to the city when asked for its valuation. Um, so that's kind of what we're looking at down there. Um, we'll see. Then they're saying that um, a portion of the flood mitigation costs will actually be going to CU. Um, in addition to $41 million for the cost of flood mitigation, $5 million will be used to reimburse the university for impacts to existing facilities and pay for fill dirt to prepare the land for development. So it's, I mean, this is a big, big thing. There's not, yeah. there's it's, not many of these types of things that can happen short of demo, yeah. de demolitioning, demoing. Um, yeah. You have to bulldoze things at this point. And you know, people are going, why the heck are you talking about Boulder and CU? Who cares? As an alumnus of CU, yeah. I'm curious to, to learn about this. And Brady, one of the one of the other uses that has been prohibitive, which really makes me sad, um, that the, the groups in the uh, uh, feedback sessions reported, they mm -hmm. don't want any bars, clubs, or nightlife. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's a that's game over forget it we have to have I, bars clubs and nightlife <laughs> i i cannot like i i i am not at all surprised to see that come up uh yeah. really immediately yeah. often um because you, you i mean you're gonna pack a bunch of more kids there yeah and then they're gonna be taking up this i i'm just not at all surprised that they would say that they don't want that i'm not surprised to see people saying let's keep it green um, I'm a little surprised that we haven't found a way to be a bit more proactive about our housing situation. Um, given what we've got, you'd think that they'd want to minimize the footprint of housing in order to maximize the, the green space. And if I may rag on my uh, university, I would rather have them look at the existing dormitories that are in a really... I mean, probably there's an alumnus who's probably going to reach out to me and say, you're wrong, but yeah, those halls are still about the same as when I was there. So, mm -hmm. you know, they could easily expand and make them a lot nicer. So that's just yep. my thought. Mine's my two cents. So, yeah, yeah they, they dem demoed the, the ones where I lived in college. So they really, uh, yeah, yeah, were they these seventies or something or they yeah. were old. I don't remember when they were built, but they were, yeah. they were not great. We lived in the old crappy ones. Yeah. And then we'd go across to the other ones and it's like, oh, wow, these are actually kind of nice. They weren't great. You know, they're dorms. Yeah. It's like, these are so much better than where we were. Just on a side note, I always love how most of the colleges, their enrollment majors are about 70% at liberal arts. But my liberal arts um, classroom at CU has pretty much, if I went there right now, Helms, um, would be the exact same building as when I went there. It yeah. would look exactly the same, yeah. drafty, and yet, the engineering, you know, and again, you're talking about the 70% of the students are in liberal arts yep. and they don't get nice, beautiful buildings, but you know, well, nothing this... against engineering and science because no, that's no. where the money is. It's, it's a research, it's a research university, but still it is STEM, really yeah. funny. It is really funny. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's, there's money in STEM, there's funding for STEM, Absolutely. but the, I mean, even the, the, the old physics and math buildings where I went to school weren't great yeah um you know just it's old but it's it's a little community college all things considered so yeah otherwise the museum has a lovely exhibit on longmont's 150 year anniversary nice. pioneers trains disastrous technology uh david who runs the longmont if it's david or david he spells it with an e at the end um runs the longmont subreddit he said he went there just came back for the opening event every display is fascinating and pertinent well worth it afterwards i got to ride it in night and in an 1954 fire truck around the neighborhood what yeah. a hoot exclamation point so he's into it um i'm feeling it i would i would love it too i'd probably use an exclamation point there too not ragging on him yeah um but yeah it sounds fun so there's there's that if you need to get out of the house i don't know what their mass policy is right now but um 
the museum saying it's been 150 years since the Chicago, Colorado colony founded the town of Longmont and the museum is celebrating with an exhibit aptly titled Longmont 150. The, long, the exhibit looks back on the forces that have shaped Longmont's past and the recurring themes that will undoubtedly define its future. So That's cool stuff. Exciting. It's actually, very, very cool. Yeah, I, I, I uh, actually kind of like this. I, you know, if I ever remember to do something like this, this would be one that I think is kind of neat. So, no, I love that. And we should all be proud about Longmont's, you know, uh, celebrating its history. What is it? A sesquicentennial? Track? I do not remember. I believe it's a sesquicentennial, but it's 150 years. So I knew it was yeah. convoluted, and that may be the wrong sense of convoluted. <laughs> hey, you pulled penny farthing out of your backside last time. Yeah, but time. penny, yeah. penny farthing. <laughs> What's, what's, that's not Isn't that the big gigantic bicycle oh, yeah, yeah. thing or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and the yeah. I think the oh. company was actually they, they were called bone shakers, and I think that there's a yeah. company that makes them called bone shakers because they have no suspension. The the wheels are like the, yeah. the tires are are like hard plastic. It's and, hard plastic, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, so there was actually somebody selling a house up uh the big big houses up by Macintosh, that little loop. Yeah. Um, and they were they were selling out. And they had one and it was like, it was a bone shaker and they're, they're selling it. And it's like, I don't want anything to do with that. Like, you know, I don't, I don't want to grow a mustache. <laughs> you don't want a handlebar mustache. Oh, yeah, start drinking yeah. PBR again. Um, but I'm, I'm good, but it, they're, they're fun. I'd ride one at one point, but he said, yeah, it's, they're hard to get off and on. And it's, I can't imagine trying to get off of it. Yeah. 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 So, so anyway, anyway, there yeah. you go. I, I'm kind of out of stuff. All right. So I guess we will leave everybody be. Um, I do want to say uh, real quickly that, uh, you know, uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker certainly reach out to us at sidedishlongmont.com yeah, if you're going to buy Casa Bonita. But according to the New York Post, South Park icon Casa Bonita is not for sale. Mm. You know, I mm. just love that they're efforting to try to do it, even though they probably have a ton of money and they probably could get it done. But for some reason, there's a, there's a roadblock there. So reach out to us and tell me you're wrong. Um, oh. As always, as always, thanks to Andy Epler for our intro music. Uh, reach out to us at side dish at gmail.com and tell us where we were wrong or perhaps right. What we're doing, right. <laughs> and find us wherever you get your pod content. Yeah. If you're bored, send us something positive. That'd be a nice change for us. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Brady. Thanks, sir.